XR's project is for um, Italian um, qualified heritage rugby players um, who basically don't live in in Italy. Um, so dotted around the world. Um, so basically, what I'm, my job is to find talented youngsters, um, girls and boys, to hopefully go and play for Italy either in age grade um, or go and represent that kind of full national team. Ciao ragazzi and welcome to the Fratelli di Rugby Italian Rugby Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by Matthew Heeks, who is the Italian uh, Exiles project, project Manager for the UK. Um, correct me if I got that one wrong, but uh, glad to have you on, Matt. How you doing? That's <laughs> nah, all good. good, uh, good. Very well, thank you. Yeah, pleasure, pleasure to be on. Good, man. Good. Um, so, obviously... It's 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 an interesting time for for yourself. Um, obviously, you know your head coach at Bracknell, and there's lots of uh, bits going on uh, there with preseason. And you know we've we've been talking a little bit behind the scenes about um, the the Exiles project, which obviously you're now ahead of. For, for those of the uh, listeners that don't know, could you please just explain in a bit of detail sort of what uh, it is that you're doing and what sort of the federation are trying to achieve. Um, yeah, so uh, Exiles Project is for um, Italian um, qualified heritage rugby players um, who basically don't live in in Italy. Um, so dotted around the world. Um, so basically what I'm, my job is to find talented youngsters, um, girls and boys to hopefully go and play for Italy either in age grade um, or go and represent that kind of full national team um in, in the kind of years to come so anyone who's uh, born in italy um parents are italian or um grandparents are italian uh, qualifies them to uh put on ultimately the blue shirt um of italy nice gone are the days where all you need to do is eat a pizza and uh, you qualify so um but listen i think from like uh, you know this this project is something that i've been really excited about about this project i think it's something that i've been sort of quite passionate about for a while i think there's plenty of talent domestic talent uh, within sort of the uk leagues where there are italian heritage and i think what we'll see um in in the coming years obviously with more of um more of the 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 second generation and third generation italians coming of age we're probably going to see sort of more and more these uh these italian qualified players um appearing but with regards to sort of the work that you're currently doing, um, you've had some really good success at the moment, haven't you? You just, you know, you messaged me the other day. You said you've got another lad over to the under 18s, but sort of in terms of like the numbers at the moment, how, how are you doing? Um, yeah, so we're in, I guess, well, in year two. Um, so I started this kind of new project, but behind the scenes in Italy, it's been uh, building for a while but um to actually put in place in kind of london uk was june july last year um so we've been going just over a year um and we started with 13 um players on, on the database um and then over the last year we managed to get it up to uh 76 um now so Jeez. which is good numbers 
Um, and that comes down to we basically built a database of clubs, schools, contacts in and around the London. Um, that then grew um, across kind of the country. Um, so, so we've got people up north, we've got people in Scotland, um, people in like, all over the country. Um, so, as much as I'm based in London, it, it's for everyone in the UK um, to kind of get involved with. So, yeah, those numbers have gone up to. 76 which is, which is amazing um so all their information's on our on our kind of federation database um and then the yeah, next stage is basically getting information about the players um so uh, they have a player form gym scores uh where they've been playing their club rugby their um, school rugby highlights videos that all gets sent over to the federation, um, and then I have conversations with parents who build relationships with them, and then obviously the kids, um, and go back and forth with, with Italy to see what we can do with talented youngsters to then hopefully send over to to Italy for training camps. And we, we've had a handful over there for training camps already, um, which is amazing. Um, and there's one who's who's just been selected. Um, He's actually in Wales. We're going to Wales the next couple of days um, for kind of a bigger training camp um, and, and a under eighteen setup, which is which is amazing for the project. That's brilliant, mate. That's brilliant. And and I think sort of for for those of you guys who are listening and you know have someone in mind or um, are interested in helping, what I'll do is uh, we'll link uh, Matt's email address uh, directly into the into the uh, description, so you guys can obviously reach out to him directly. And I think. The, the the broader picture here is we're trying to funnel as much talent um so that actually when we're looking at age grade and selections um you know into sort of more senior team uh that you know there's a broader talent pool to pick from and i think that's something that you know italy traditionally haven't been that focused on and i think Scotland have done very well over the years and, you know, Wales have done very well over the years and and, and Ireland in recent years, obviously they've, they've got some fantastic players. So it's something that we should really be proactively looking at. And I'm glad obviously that, you know, you guys, well, yourself and, and the Federation are now sort of looking at it, you know, in, in, in a more proactive manner. Um, so with regards to uh, the, the, the players themselves, um, there was rumours, um, I say rumours. There was a uh, an article from from Franco Ancione, um who basically mentioned that this could potentially lead to a UK based Exiles um, team playing in the English league, and obviously that's that's exciting. Um, I know obviously that's way way uh, down the road, but how uh, how how exciting would that be for for yourself and Italian rugby as well if we can manage to sort of get that uh, going. Um, I think, yeah, ultimately that would, would, be, would be amazing. Um, I think that's a, a fair few years down the line. Um, I think if you go back to, you look at the Scottish Exiles, the Welsh Exiles, they've been going like 20-odd years. Um, so they've got a full-on, full-time kind of programme of Scottish qualified, Welsh qualified, Irish qualified players going through their kind of talented production system through through their federations and unions. Um, so I think, yeah, we're, we're at real early stages. So I think it's, Conversations of that are in, in Italy. Um, my job is is based on trying to finding and building these these talented youngsters to hopefully give them ultimately another opportunity of either the development in rugby. And all of them are going to make the next Italian player, um, but they'll have an experience which hopefully they can enjoy and and put on their CVs and 
and, and we can help develop them. But I think the bigger picture is, yeah, that'd be it'd, it'd be great to have a, an Italian team in in, in London. Um, so I'm sure there's there's work behind the scenes going on, but I'll leave that to <laughs> the guys over there and kind of concentrate on, on what I do and yeah, help build this database and. Uh, yeah, the Federation in, in UK, London. And for, for those listeners that do want to help, how else can they can they help um, the project? If they're like school teachers, if they're like rugby coaches, um, how, how would they best interact with you and help sort of grow this project? Um, yeah, I think there's a number of ways. Um, so I'll use my kind of social media, um, my, my Twitter, kind of um, the LinkedIn stuff and post. Um, so sharing anything to do with um, the exiles, um, any information coming through emails, passing it on to player forms, um, my email um, to, to 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 players if they hear about any kind of Italian heritage. Um, schools, clubs, exactly the same. Um, you can go through the website. There's an exiles page. Um, so if you didn't have kind of my contact details, just get into that kind of the, the federation's website, and then there's an exiles, and there's a a link where you can basically uh, fill in your document, fill in the information that gets sent through to Italy and then they send that through to me as well. So yeah, a number of ways of which trying to share it and grow it as much as possible. Um, and then hopefully going forward, we, we can run some training sessions. So if there is volunteers who, who want to help, I've had a couple of emails um, about voluntary help. We, we need numbers, need people to help us. So yeah, come come get involved and drop me an email, which we'll see what we'll share later. Um, Brilliant so, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll link everything uh, in the description, as I said. And I think, you know, for context, it'd be good to understand sort of how you came about uh, this opportunity and, and, and you know, sort of a bit about your background uh, for those who don't know you. Yeah, um, I guess I've uh, been in rugby a fair amount of time. Um, started playing at, at four um at, at Windsor Rugby Club. Um and then lucky enough to, to go through I played at a number of clubs through kind of uh professionally, um age group, uh kind of internationally, which which was amazing. Um so I got picked up through um the Scottish Exiles, um funny enough. Um and it was a they had a, a tent up at Roslyn Park Sevens which hopefully we can do this year um, and, and get a kind of an Italian tent up so players can come and visit us and find out some information. And went to a little trial, um, played a couple of games and then luckily enough to get selected for Scotland under-18s. I uh, went through the 19s set-up, went through the 20s set-up um, and then did full circle um, when I finished and was still playing. Um, uh, went and helped coached volunteered some coaching at uh, for the Exiles um, and then went and kind of got involved with the 16s Scotland set up as well so that was amazing um, and I also did a full circle of, of how the kind of the Exiles journey worked um, and I've got a message on on um, my LinkedIn um, would I be interested in getting involved um, so went away on holiday came back um, then I was on a call with with the Italian Federation, um, and yeah, put it all together, and yeah, here today is trying to build the Italian side of it, and hopefully, I don't know, twenty years down the line, it could be just as big as the, the other kind of unions, which would be would be great as well. So you know, you know, what's interesting, right? Partly, like that that whole journey is really cool, like, but 
partly because you understand what you know the full journey a successful full journey looks like as well so you can prepare obviously the people that you're speaking to um for for you know age grade and what it looks like slightly further ahead and obviously you've been through the system so you know you know how it works so that's that's a really cool uh bit of experience for, for, for you to pass on and i think it's 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 a really cool position to be in um at this stage because i think you know there's so many italians in in the uk um there's 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 loads and obviously i know it's normally pocketed communities like in in enfield or down in brighton for example but there's there's going to be loads of players popping up in or, or who have popped up and you know they're just they're just playing and they're not aware of this so obviously we're going to do our best to try and sort of promote this this podcast and um try and promote what, what you guys are doing but i think you know that there are going to be plenty of opportunities and it's not just um men you're looking at either it's 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 um it's it's the women as well isn't it yeah i just want to get as many people on, on our database and get as many uh girls boys um youngsters an opportunity to put themselves in front of uh, a different union um so it's what's the parameters yeah. do you, um in terms of age and um that we're looking at at the moment um so I've gone for kind of we're looking at 16, 17, 18, um, those main age groups. But if you're not that age, then that's it's not an issue. Um, if you're 15, 14, get your parents to get involved. Um, 16 parents as well. Um, we'll, we'll log you in, your date of birth, your, 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 your contact details and we'll be in touch. So you will then be on the system. So when you do get to those age groups and those development kind of training camps and, and um, we can get you involved, hopefully. So, yeah, if you're not that kind of 16 to 18, then not an issue at all. Just just get your parents to drop us an email. Um, I'll contact them, I'll speak to them and we can kind of link you in and have you part of, of, of the exiles. Good stuff. Yeah. Didn't that you want to highlight? Is there anything like that? Um, I, think, I, think, I think it's just get involved. Getting, I think just there, there's it's brand the new... With the so Roslyn Park stuff as well, um, is it just going to be Roslyn Park? Where else can they catch you? Because um... Um, so yeah, give me a break. So I'm pretty free at the moment. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so enough. It's, um, <laughs> but yeah, just um, yeah, Bratnell. I'll be be coaching there, kind of Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's yeah, just uh, I'm I'm in London, so it's if it's a telephone call or it's. Um, yeah, I think the big thing is get get some videos, some some highlight videos, and get them in because that's the easiest way to contact me. Because sound, um, but yeah, I think you know we're we're in a mate. It's, it's it's a cool project, and I think you know we're at a good time for it. That all of that is true. All right, let's um, catch up and chat to our next guest, Mike Petretta, host of Fratelli D Rugby Italian Rugby Podcast. He joins us now to preview this weekend's match as Italia, Italy, Azzurri take on our very own All Blacks. Mike, appreciate you coming on the show, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on. Mate, talk to me. Talk to me. Are you confident? You How confident <laughs> are you that you can do well. the unthinkable? <laughs> because we've just watched Wales bundle out our closest neighbours, Australia. And many, honestly, many have a little bit of doubt about this this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, people do. It's, it's it's one, it's one of those, right? Like you look at you look at the team that just just came out um, a few hours ago, and uh, it's it's a pretty impressive side, uh, to be honest. But 
you know, it, you know, most World Cups have a uh, a outlandish upset, and I don't think we've seen a massive one yet. I think that you know that Wales game potentially Fiji potentially but um you know I think I think there could potentially be one brewing up uh whether it's us or not well I guess we'll find out right well there's there's a reason why there is a little bit of doubt creeping in because Italy are four straight on the pounce at the moment yeah. four wins which is unheard of in terms of Italian rap. look I'm, no disrespect I played Italy a few times yeah. and you usually put in 60 or 70 on them and uh I do not see that now they are competing at the highest level. They had the quickest ruck ball in six nations out of all teams. Kieran Crowley is doing a fantastic job. Yeah, he's a brilliant man. Um, we've been fortunate enough uh, on the podcast to speak to him um, and just to hear sort of how the boys speak about him as well. Like the boys, um, you know, you know, he's 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 a leader through and through, and um, he's definitely made sort of a radical change to Italian rugby um, over the past eighteen months. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those, I think, you know, uh, there was a lot of, uh, improvement required from us and, you know, he's done, um, something quite important with, you know, getting the young, young Italian players through as quickly as possible. Um, and, and he's taken risks and, you know, it's a, you know, it's a shame to see him, uh, leave at the end of, uh, the, the world cup. I think, you know, there's, there's a lot more to come from this young team and, um, it's going to be interesting to see sort of. Uh, how how Casada um, sort of takes takes the the mantle, I suppose. Yeah, great man, Kieran Carley from Taranaki, of course. Um, just with the with the way that the Six Nations has played out, I think this was two thousand that Italy come in. Mike, how important has the Six Nations been to the development of the Italian team, especially competing against the Tier One sides? Yeah, m- massively. So. In terms of context, I think we were around a player pool of 25,000 when um, we first joined the Six Nations. And as of this year, we're up to 100,000. So over a 20-year period, you know, quadrupling uh, participation rates and registered players uh, within Italy has been, um, you know, massive. Uh, I I suppose, you know, there's a lot more uh, potential growth there because it's quite regionalised in Italy. It's basically confined to areas of the northeast and places like rome um so you know there's there's potential to have a lot more so yeah uh, the the development in terms of getting that exposure to to the top teams and being able to to play you know some of the best teams in the world sort of year on years definitely definitely helped um i suppose it's it's about sort of where where do we go from here right and um i think that's sort of the 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 question everyone's uh yeah, everyone's mind. And not only at international level, too, you think Benetton and Zebri uh, are actually competing when they're playing in the Pro 14 rugby competition. That'll be a genuine reason why they've had, they've got a genuine pathway that is helping them build confidence and being able to compete. Is there anything else that you can pinpoint to why you've had so much success lately? Yeah, for sure. So I think it all stems um, from the great work that was first put down by Conor O'Shea and, and Stephen Abood uh, with the under-20s development pathway. We, as a nation, were quite late to sort of, you know, developing that infrastructure. So when it came to sort of 2017, um, when Conor sort of first took over, he, he really sort of invested in that infrastructure. And we've seen quite 
decent results at age grade. We've beaten England, we've beaten Ireland, we've beaten um, France at age grade. We've beaten pretty much anyone um, in in the top in in the Six Nations. Excuse me, at um, age grade. So we started the World look, Cup. We, we did, we did. I, I think we expected a little bit more from from the World Cup. If I'm honest, uh, I think there was quite a lot of disappointed fans from that. But I think. That, that talent is now starting to filter through. We've now got, you know, development pathways um, to Zebra and Benetton, like you said. And that's sort of an area where traditionally we faltered a little bit because we haven't been in a position where we've got, you know, this fantastic homegrown talent coming through and getting them to transition to the, you know, the next level, you know, albeit URC or or test level. That's that's where we need to um, need to maybe, you know, shine the spotlight on and, and try and focus on a little bit. My Rodio, Mike, let's get to the game. Okay, the, the All Blacks, yeah. they named this side, um, I think it was three o'clock in the morning, our time, and have come out. We've been debating the selections all morning with uh, the great Izzy Dag. Where do you see, yeah. if any, a weakness in that All Black side? And how have you taken them so far and watching them play through the World Cup? thing is, it, it's sort of irrelevant how, how you guys start the World Cup because... It's all, it's all about how you end it. And um, yeah, it's, it's one of those where you guys are uh, a big old beast. It doesn't really matter which team you put out. It's always going to be uh, a tough challenge. Um, what I will say is you guys have been sort of kicking short behind the blitz quite a lot. And in terms of the way we play, we haven't, um, we, we haven't really exploited that kicking game at all. We've been trying to run it from everywhere. And I think that's probably which... That's, you know, some of the reason behind um, you guys picking maybe, you know, Bowden Barrett at, at fullback, for example, just to try and sort of utilise the, the boot more. Um, okay. I'm hoping, obviously, that we've looked at that and we've tried to adapt slightly as well. So, talk to me about this young kid, Ange Capuzzo, 24 <laughs> yeah. years of age. He is electric. Yeah. I would have hated to mark him, mate. Come through the seven system, yeah. am I right? And uh, he's a world beater at the moment. Yeah, he's he's a demon. Um, he's got he's got gold in his boots. Um, yeah, so interesting story with him. So he actually started um, his life as as a scrum half, and it was uh, the current Palmer coach actually uh, Rosselli, who um, he was the under twenties um, coach back in I think it was twenty eighteen when when Capuzzo was coming through. And he was like, "Mate, you should you should try fullback." And obviously, um, there he is. He's, he's doing his thing at fullback. But conceivably, um, with Martin Page, Rello, Varney, um, and full score, because they play multiple positions, we could have four, five <laughs> scrum halves um, on the pitch at one time. Mate, uh, Mike, there's yes, there's a little bit of a situation going on at the moment. I've come out and said, if Italy beat the All Blacks, I have to shave my head. Be honest. Yeah. How do you see this game unfolding? Um, go go start lavering up now, mate. Um, no, I, I <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know, it's we have to be perfect. That's the truth, right? We have to be absolutely perfect. The game is won and lost by fine margins, an inch too high. We've seen sort of these red cards, these yellow cards. Um, you know, an inch too short. We've seen. How we fought, how we faltered against um, Scotland. You know, we could have won that game, and what happened? They 
turn the ball over, run the length of the field. And if you're a person who bases your opinion purely on score, you look at that inflated score and you're like, um, so if we're perfect and, you know, you guys aren't, and there's something that, that, you know, changes the game, you know, then it's, it's anybody's game. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I'm a realist. I watch enough of you guys to to know that, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a really, really tough ask for the boys. But as long as they can play attractive rugby, you know, make it as difficult as possible for you guys and take something away from, from this game, because at the end of the day, we're the second youngest team in this in this World Cup. And, you know, we'd be the youngest by a fine margin if it wasn't for some of those outliers, you know, players with experience that have come in. So, you know, if we can take something away to the Six Nations, next cycle's looking good. We've got the under-20s coming through. We've got the academy system finally sort of set up and firing. Um, that's a big win for us. So that's that's sort of how I see it. If the boys manage to to make it messy for you guys, then all the better for us. Thanks to Victor on guest. We're talking to Mike Petrita, the host of the Fratelli Rugby Italian Rugby podcast. Mike, our mate, yeah. uh, who's your coach, Kieran Crowley from Taranaki, he's come out and said the All Blacks are going to come out and bully and intimidate um, this Italian side. You haven't beaten them in 15 attempts. Is that how you see the game play out? Yeah, I mean, and any other any other way would be sort of uh, a lie, right? So, yeah, you guys are going to physically try to impose yourselves. You're going to try and play a game. And it's up to the boys to to try and not bend to your will and, and, and try and play theirs. So, yeah, you know, it... If if we're going on past um, past performances, then yeah. But these players haven't played this New Zealand, right? Mm. A lot of these are young players, never faced New Zealand before, and they they really shouldn't be burdened with, you know, the results of the past. Right now, we're looking at this team as like a, a fresh, brand new Italy. Um, some of them played you guys two years ago. Some of them haven't, and you know that's that's how it should be looked at. So it's 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 one nil for a for a lot of these players for you guys. Montana Ioani, if he gets any space in open air, he is absolutely devastating. So I know the All Blacks will be wary of the outside backs that Italy have to pose at the moment. But for the World Cup as, as a whole, obviously I've come out on at the start of the show and I spoke about France. They obviously did set favourites alongside Ireland. But Antoine Dupont, mate, do, do you feel like he can recover from that facial fracture and actually be a part of this World Cup again? And if not, I think they're going to capitulate. Mate, that's that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, he's he's going to come out like Bionic Man. I reckon they probably spent you know a good few million trying to get him get him on track in time. So, um, yeah, mate, uh, Bionic Man, it's, it's a t- that's it, that's it. Um, yes, he is he is sensational, isn't he? He's he's an absolute world beater, and he's a massive loss uh, to them. I will say this: um, I reckon I reckon they'll th- yeah he'll, he'll be there for the quarters. I I, I genuinely think. They, they put them under surgery, I think, the same day, the same night, excuse me. Jeez, like they're, they're doing everything in their power. And, you know, he might, he might have a funky face mask, but I think he'll be there, mate. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and uh, previewing that game when Italy take on the All Blacks this weekend. It's going to be an absolute doozy. I'm hearing 60,000 fans will be at that game, so it's going to be atmosphere through and through, something that France has put on throughout this World Cup. Mike? Patretta, host of Fratelli di Rugby, Italian Rugby podcast, mate. Uh, if you want to go and have a listen, head over to all where you get all your podcasts and take a listen to Mike and the team. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks very much and all the best on the weekend. I say that sincerely. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, no, appreciate that. Thank you for having me on and uh, best of luck to you boys too.